We're glad you're listening to Rhema for Today. See, the reason some people have strong faith is because they've been listening and 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 listening to the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word. You're listening to Rema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's radio offer. Tomorrow is the last day. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagan with his teaching, Man's Impossibility, God's Possibility. I want to continue talking about faith, but, uh, you know, uh, sometimes we uh, that have been around for a while, we forget that we have new people coming in all the time, and we need to go back and review some of these things about faith. In fact, it don't hurt us to have a review about faith. It helps build our faith back up. And uh, so I have been uh, going over some of, the, some of the things on faith. Luke 18, 27 says, what is impossible with men is possible with God. I want you to notice that this statement, Jesus goes on, he does not qualify this statement at all. He doesn't say that certain things are impossible with men and they're possible with God. He says anything, all things, anything, you can put anything you want on this category. Healing is a thing, right? A suit of clothes is a thing. Circumstances in life are things. And uh, so what is impossible with men is possible with God. Here we see that the, the word faith, it is through faith that impossibilities become possibilities. Webster's Dictionary gives us a definition of faith. Faith is the unquestionable trust in God or an unquestionable belief in the things of God. I want you to notice that even the dictionary says faith is an unquestionable trust in God. Unquestionable trust in God. God said it, that's it. Hello? You know, sometimes we need to realize that if God said it, that's all there is to it. It's unquestionable. Yeah, but uh, let me tell you what I think about it. Well, let me tell you how I got it figured out. Well, what you think about it or what I think about it or how I have it figured out or how you figured it out hasn't got anything to do with it. God said it. That's it. Believe it, accept it, and receive. Mark 11, 22 and 23. These are the foundational scriptures of this ministry. We got it on our building up here. How faith in God, Jesus answered. Now that's verse 22. You, if you have a good reference Bible, you'll see a little reference number there. You go out and you read that. It says, have the faith of God or have the God kind of faith. 
And then he goes on in 23, it says, I tell you the truth, if anyone says to this mountain, go and throw yourself in the sea, does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. Impossibilities become possibilities when you have the God kind of faith. You see, when we begin to realize that the God kind of faith and nothing is impossible, then we begin to realize that these two scriptures go together. It says nothing, if you have the God kind of faith, then nothing is impossible to you. Hello? You see, man's impossibility becoming God's possibility because we have the God kind of faith. Now, number one, let us realize there is only one kind of faith. There's not different kinds of faith. There's one kind of faith, period. It says in Ephesians 2, 8, it says, it is by grace that you have been saved through faith and this not of yourself, it is a gift from God. That is faith. Romans says that every man has been, or every person has been given, or you have, the measure of faith. A measure can be big or small, but the measure means it's all the same. We all have the same faith. But there are different levels. We all, if you ever have studied in biology and in science class, we all have a skeleton. And everybody's got Fingers and toes and arms and leg bones and hip bones and rib bones. And everybody has a muscle structure. But to everybody's muscles are not the same. Because some people have been over here in the weight room working out and they've built their muscles up. And that's why some people have strong faith and other people have weak faith because it's the level that they have developed their faith to. If you never develop your muscles, you'll never be strong enough to lift anything. Hello? You see, we need to realize that there's only one kind of faith, but there are different levels of faith. Some people say, I need... I need to get strong faith so I can get healed. No, you don't. You already got faith. All you need to do is build up the faith you got. See, the reason some people have strong faith is because they've been listening and 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 listening, and listening, and listening, and listening, and listening, and listening, and listening to the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word. Hearing, I mean, hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing, listening and listening and listening and listening, hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing, listening and listening and listening, 
Hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. Listing and listing and listing. Hearing and hearing and hearing. Listing and listing and listing. I'm going over that because that's an important point that we have, as we have grown in our faith from the 70s when it was really strong and the faith teaching was really strong because we've gotten more revelation and people have gone on teaching more about this and that and something else. And we have gotten away from the basic principle of strong faith and that is hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. Either by reading it yourself, listening to somebody else talk about it on a tape or a CD. That's, you got to hear the word. Strong faith comes by hearing the word. Dr. Leon Yeomans was a medical doctor back in the 30s. She become addicted to drugs and of course lost her license and then she got born again and delivered by the power of God. And uh, her and her sister had inherited a mansion out in California somewhere. You can read the stories in her books back there. And uh, so they opened up this house where they brought people in that were actually beyond medical help. In fact, she said that if she'd been practicing medicine to a lot of the people brought in there, she'd immediately put them on all kinds of stimulants and different things and so forth and so on, but she wasn't. So they would take them in, put them in their rooms, and they didn't, you know, they would go up and sit and read personally. Galatians 3.13, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. They had this lady that come in with tuberculosis that she was dying. She was on her last breath. And as she breathed, every time she breathed, she was breathing death. And uh, so they began to read Galatians 3.13 to her. And then they went and read Deuteronomy 28. It reads about the curses. In verse 22, it talks about consumption. And that's what they call TB in those days was consumption. And they continued to read that to her day and night, day and night, afternoon after afternoon, morning after morning. And they told her, whenever we're not reading it to you, you keep saying, I've been redeemed from the curse of the, of the law. I am healed. I am no longer possessed with, with tuberculosis. And they had, they had just been up reading that to her. And they'd gone down to prepare the evening meal. And, and, and see, everybody they got up there is dying. They can't get up, but all of a sudden they heard somebody screaming and they heard the feet hit the floor and they, somebody running down the hall. And so they came out of the kitchen and run into the foyer, coming down the spiral staircase of this mansion. Here come this lady and she is coming down the, there and she said, did you know, Dr. Yomas, Dr. Yomas, did you know that I've been healed? Did you know that Galatians 3.13 said I've been redeemed from the curse of the law? Did you know that Deuteronomy 28 verse 22 says that it lists consumption there. It lists TB. Did you know I've been heal from TB. And just a few days before they brought her in expecting to die. But I want you to notice nobody prayed for her. What I'm trying to get a hold of you to get a hold of is the fact that when you get a hold of what the word says, you don't have to have anybody pray for it. The word will begin to cause you to act. 
and you'll begin to receive. Hallelujah. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. This month we're offering Kenneth W. Hagan's four CD set, How to Be an Overcomer. We're also offering Lynette Hagan's CD, Defeating Satan's Strategies Through Prayer. Last but not least is Kenneth E. Hagan's book entitled The Art of Prayer. All these items at the special price of $35. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. You know, you hear me say, thank you, Well, what I'm saying is I'm thanking all of those that are our word partners. And you say, well, what is a word partner? Well, it's somebody that prays for us regularly and then sends an offering at least once a month, whatever you can afford to send. And it helps us to keep everything going, this program going and all the things that we do, reaching out to the world with the message of Jesus Christ. That's what a partner is. If you're interested in being a partner with us, you can go to rhema.org slash WPC. The information is there. We welcome you to join us in helping us. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we'll continue Kenneth Hagin's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagin.